Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And today, we're here with Marvin, our very special guest. Marvin, Marvin Gar- Anthony, you guys know me, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so just for those of you guys that might not remember Marvin, Marvin, my best friend, uh, we became really good friends on our show, Too Hot to Handle, season two. Yeah. Uh, we have like the OG Netflix bromance relationship. You know, me and Marvin, we actually have many of our own adventures post-show. Uh, he's one of my closest friends, actually. Yeah, Mexico. Many cities. Paris, LA, Mexico, wherever it is, you know, you can find me and Marvin stirring up uh, trouble. I don't even want to know what type the, of trouble you guys charming connection. The charming. Yeah. We set the, we actually marked the pathway for all Netflix reality friendships because ours was so iconic. In fact, Marvin most recently just moved here to LA. Marvin, what brings you to LA, man? Man, work, work. I just got my papers, so I'm going to work in the States, like, I just moved like two weeks ago, actually, because I was in the States uh, two years ago, but I couldn't work. You know, yeah. so you meet people, you you try to get your 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 things going, but if you have no paper, you cannot work. That must have been hard. Yeah, like the last time you were here, because you can't do anything. Anything, anything. You know, they like they put you out of the country. So it took me a, a year and a half to get my visa. A year and a half. What yeah. do you all have to have? For There's. That? so many papers to come in the states you need to have um uh, uh letters you need to have like memo deals you have to like have so many stuff like press articles many stuff and you have to pay a lot of money too who paid for that do you have a sponsor you didn't pay for that no I paid for it dang I paid for it bro what were you doing over in paris in in the meantime like what have you been up to since post two out the handle uh mostly movies tv series I shot like uh, three TV series in France, uh, one big for Netflix actually. Uh, yeah. And Can you talk about it, or is it not? Yeah, yeah, yet? no. It's a it's a show called uh, Represent. So the season one is live right now on Netflix, and I shot season two. It's a comedy. It's about the first black president in France, actually. No it's way. really yeah, it's really. Don't funny. tell me they let you be the king Are of you France. The no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I wish I was, but like I'm part of the team, like uh-huh. of the ministers and stuff. So it's, it's really fun. You should watch it. You can watch it. Is it, it in Fran- like French? Yeah, it's in, it yeah, it's in French. Okay. But like they, they have like... Um, American translators. American, yeah, oh, translators. Okay. That's like, yeah, I feel like you should do that show. Have you seen Emily in Paris? Yeah. That's a cute one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. would be great. That would be great. I'm, yeah. I'm the casting director, actually. Yeah. How, Maybe next season. Hey, Maybe. Marvin in America. It only makes sense because because technically your first language is, is French, bro. Like It's weird to think because I only ever talk to you in English, but like that's actually a hard language for you. Yeah, it is. It is, bro. But yeah, man, I've been doing that and I've also shot a, a rom-com. For, the, for Disney, it's going to come for out. For Disney? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. My name is Marvin Ago, and you're watching Disney Channel. Disney Channel. That's super sick. And you also did a play over there where you were the Malcolm X's son. Malcolm X's grandson. Grandson. Malcolm X's grandson. Yeah, his name is Malcolm Shabazz, and he's been killed at 28, so my age. Oh, my God. And nobody knows about it. It's kind of crazy because he's been killed by, I'm not going to say who killed him because we don't know. But we have suspicions because it was kind of it's a controversial subject because, you know, Malcolm X had, had six daughters yeah. and he had no like son, you know, so he was the first male heir to Malcolm X. So it was kind of a threat for many people. And uh, and he's been in prison from 12 to uh, 18 
and then he came out and then he become kind of known in, as an activist and stuff and then he's been killed so we don't know why but me it's a solo play on stage so it's an hour and a half where um, I'm just explaining the story and uh, and I'm basically dying you know an hour and a half of lines yeah, how long yeah, did that take yeah. you to memorize them it took me two months to uh, memorize all of it okay it's a lot and 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 he's an American, so you yeah. had to translate your accent to be American. No, cause uh, it, he's born in France actually. He's Malcolm born, X's son is born in France. Born grandson. Paris. He's born in Paris. So he's French. He's French, yeah. But with an American accent or no? Yeah, cause he he moved like uh, he directly went to New York, so he's, he has like a New York accent. But uh, yeah, he was born in France, but it was a French place, so. I, the whole script is in French. Mm -hmm. mm. And what would you say is more difficult, on-screen acting or in live performances? The stage is way harder. Yeah, I would think so. Like, bro, it's an hour and a half on stage, bro. You no mistakes. No mistakes, what do you, nothing. What do you make a mistake? Do you, you just move it, on? It happens. Like, sometimes you just, you know, some words, like, you don't get them out, but it's, uh, you just need to keep going, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the energy that counts the most. But it's a lot. You need a lot of energy to be on, on on stage for an hour and a half, like by yourself. There's no like. Oh, it's a solo play. It's a solo play. You have <laughs> you no body, like. There's no that. partners. You can like. Nobody's you know, nobody's like, coming to save you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah. So it was like a great experience, and this is why I wasn't that much on social media and stuff because I I thought it was uh, uh, important for me to focus on that yeah i remember like when i first met you on two at the handle you were doing like a lot of like just the modeling stuff social yeah. media stuff yeah. you had like a huge following at the time anyways and mm -hmm. this is when we were all still kind of new and coming up so you were kind of like the guy that knew what was going on already have you taken a step back from doing like a lot of these brand deals and stuff to focus on your acting yeah. career yeah definitely man like because I, I feel like if you want to because it's a competitive world today so if you want to be at the best level you need to be focused on what you're doing you know I cannot do like TikToks and 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 pictures every day and at the same time going on stage and you know it's it's so different. So I had to make that choice, which is a hard choice because it's a lot of money you you put on the side, you know. But um, for me, I thought it was uh, it was really important for me, and I thought it was the right choice, you know. You're right. So like I'm I'm back on social media a little bit, but. I, I'm definitely happy that for one year, I did a lot of things on the acting side, and it's going to come out next year or so. Yeah, that's, I'm, super, I'm super excited to watch. Yeah. I think that's huge. Like, obviously, you and I have been uh, actively doing, like, a lot of acting stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say, like, if we're giving advice to, like, our viewers out there, what would you say the hardest part about being an actor and, and moving to L.A. is? Bro. <laughs> There's so much. Like, Other than the visa. Being an actor is so hard because you never know. It's kind of subjective. So there's... Uh, there's techniques and stuff, but you never know if you're good, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Except if you're in an academy, an academy award winner. Or yeah, something. you're not Will Smith. There's no cookie cutter. Yeah, you, you never know. So it's, uh, you need to go and keep going. And also moving to L.A. Is kind of, for international, it's kind of hard because uh, it takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of many things, you know. Uh, you need to get your social security number, your bank account, your credit card. Yeah, you know, everything, you know. So it's a lot of, uh, uh, it's a new life, you know? Yeah. And what have you been doing since you've been in L.A.? I know, did you do anything for the holidays, Christmas, New Year's? Bro, I was mostly focused on work because I just got here. So you I did to on get, Christmas? Like, you know, I like a little dinner and stuff, but. Dinner uh, with who? 
with Adrian. I was kidding. <laughs> that was my guy. But I had to, uh, yeah, you need to focus on your stuff and it's a yeah. lot of work, you know. Especially when you just got here, you need to get yeah. your house, your car, your, you know, oh, it's God. paperwork, it's a lot. Is it hard being away from your family? Because you're thousands yeah, yeah, of miles yeah, away yeah, and the yeah. time difference yeah. too. I know, I know, yeah, the time difference, it's nine hours from Paris, it's a lot. But yeah, it's hard to be far from your family when, but when you have goals and, and uh, targets, you just, you focus on that. Listen, guys, I'm an athlete. I'm always on the go. And, and you I, get hangry. And I get very hangry. I don't always have time to cook a meal, but that brings us to our next point. And that's Factor, who just so happens to be the sponsor for this episode. And Factor is amazing. It is meals delivered right to your door that are ready in two minutes or less. And listen, guys, I don't always agree with these like portable meals and stuff, but Factor actually has some high quality food that we I- We have taste tested this. I've taste tested it many times. Sometimes I just like to eat it just because I miss the taste of it. I crave mm -hmm. it sometimes. And it's not only meals either. It could be snacks. It could be smoothies on the go, even breakfast as well. There's so many different options and we have a special discount code just for you yes it is unscripted 50 so go to factormeals.com unscripted 50 to get 50 percent off your first box now back to the podcast okay and then obviously since being one of the og because you did like every yeah, dating know. show ever like you did love island you did you the handle this guy did you did love island he did love island friends yeah yeah friends but it was weird because we, we we stopped because of the quarantine because uh -oh. of covid so we just shot for one week and, and you were supposed to be on perfect match my season as well yeah yeah but i like i like a tv uh series in uh in the uk yeah to shoot so. which is which is better better for your brand do you yeah. think that reality tv affects acting careers or, or no <laughs> that's funny bro because when i did tour to handle i've been reached out to by two production companies lionsgate and a french one Lionsgate. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It was a movie with uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah of it's course. A, it's, a, um, it's a movie called uh, Mayday. Mm -hmm. And they, they asked me for the, the, the supporting role on mm -hmm. the movie. I didn't do it because I had no papers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely like, I think you should transition and, and try to focus on mm -hmm. acting. But I think reality TV, in a sense, gives you visibility. So it helps. Yeah, it's but improv, too. It's in, yeah. But on the other side, like some production, they might not like it, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. people already know you on something. So if they see you in a movie, that might, you know, get oh, them so out. Oh, so it's harder to cast. Yeah, like, so it's, honestly, it's, it's half and half, you know? You it really, just depends. Depends, yeah, depends. Yeah. And that's the thing with, like, when we were talking earlier and I was saying, like, what's the best advice you can give for people that are trying to aspire to be an actors, is I was saying, uh, for us in particular being reality tv stars we do have a stigma with us that carries yeah, it's kind of like yeah, if you're like a child yeah. star like yeah. the guy that plays like harry potter yeah. it's hard to see him in any other movie not being harry exactly, potter exactly bro exactly it, you know look at matthew mcconaughey he was doing rom-coms for five six years and he that's couldn't... how i know him oh really yeah damn it's crazy and he couldn't get out of this you know image he had so he had to he didn't work for two years he didn't get any job. He was saying no to every rom-com. And then he had like a Dallas Buyers Club. Uh -huh. and he, went, he won an award. But for everybody, it's hard to switch and change your image when people already know you for something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I always tell people too, that it's, like, it's more in-depth than what most people think. Like, for example, 
there are a lot of different avenues of acting. There's uh, versions of acting. There's like improv, mm-hmm. uh, there's stage, like you were talking about earlier, comedy. comedy. And like these are all things that you don't just build on your own. There's different uh, ways to do it. For example, uh, I know Kevin Hart, our good friend King Batch, who we're going to bring on the podcast, yeah. dude. Like he, they, these guys were in, uh, you know, on Vine making yeah. funny videos, doing skits. These guys were yeah. in, we went and watched him in a comedy club. Like these are where you can go to start, like, you know, if you want to do that type of acting. Like we do more improv, which is good for us for like live performances, for uh, certain situations. It's like when Marvin was saying earlier, say you forget a line, you are able to keep tallying off of that. And there's different... Uh, various acting schools that you can attend. Um, out here in LA, they're always doing auditions. Uh, you know, I don't know what you book your stuff on, but a lot of the stuff that I see is like off of backstage. You have casting yeah, agents, yeah. commercial yeah, agents. It's a lot. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of uh, auditions, a lot of, you know, but it's, it's even like today, it's hard to even get an agent. We, we've talked about it. Oh, like, man. Like people are just like busy. There's so many people who want to be actors that you need to fight for it. You know, it's not, it's not going to be, it's, go, it's not going to come overnight. You need to be patient, dedicated. Yeah. And some people might not be good on camera either too. Yeah. yeah. That's a big thing. Like some yeah. people get camera shy. Yeah, bro. Like they, there's some people, bro, they, they never been trained and they, one of the biggest actors, you know what I mean? Like they never had any coaches and they were great already. So it's, it's a really subjective job and it's just, Maybe sometimes you have it or you not have it. Do you it. think like some people just get lucky? Also, there's a lot of luck. There's no other yeah. job. There's no job in the world where luck is is as much involved as being an actor or a singer as well. Because mm-hmm. you're a singer, you can have one song and you blow you blow yeah. up. As an actor, it's the same. You never know if your movie is gonna work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can you, you might not be the best actor, but you're on a great hit, like mm-hmm. a big movie, and then your career just goes. And once you like once you get going, it's it's way easier. Exactly. There's a lot of talented people. They might not have the chance or the luck to get a good role, and they m- might not be discovered. You mm-hmm. know. Right. What made you choose acting, though? A lot of people don't know this, but you used to be a professional basketball player. Yeah, so yeah. I never thought about uh, like, doing acting. Actually, it was after Tour to Handle. Okay. When, I, when the, the productions reached out to me, I was like, it's kind of big production, so I'm, mm-hmm. I might, maybe I should do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I feel like sometimes I have this gut feeling I should do something and I do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like, and here's the thing too, is like, it kind of goes back to like when we started on reality TV. Like, I feel like there were so many people like on our cast that were like, hey, maybe we want to be actors, we want to do this. Yeah. And like, we ain't, I don't know what happened to them. I don't know what they did. Like, everybody went their own ways. And this, this yeah. is a common thing that happens a lot in reality TV. People get like a taste of what it's like to be on camera and have that exposure. Yeah. But then there's a lot of other things that transition into it. Like, a lot of what people do when they come off of reality TV is like, oh, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to start social media. Well, you're not getting views and you're not getting auditions and you're not meeting agents. And then you sit there and you play the blame game. And then, you know, it kind of goes back to like, it is a lot of luck. Yes. But it's also like, not, yeah. Like how good are you on TV? Like, are you somebody that people want to watch? For example, you and I, we did really well on our shows because it wasn't just we were dating Melinda and Carly and Tabitha. It was we also had a good relationship. We're funny, you know, and we have personalities. And it was something that I think that transitions like on camera chemistry, on camera magic and, uh, you know, moving to L.A., a lot of what we did, I don't know if you remember when we first came here, we were busy every single no, day no. doing something every yeah. single Events, day. Events, like meeting meet people. 
But no, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. But also, like, it's also the thing. Now we're not in the same circles anymore. Right. We've changed. We're meeting, like, different people. Yeah. Like, back in the day, we were just melting with, like, people only from TV or yeah. social media. Now it's a different game, you know? Like, now me, I'm here, I'm meeting, I'm meeting producers, uh, directors. It's a different mindset, and you want to go, like, a, a different way. So it's... It's, uh, yeah, and I and I think all of that plays into uh, you know what it is when you say like okay, are you lucky? Is it who you know? Yes, a lot of that, a lot of that. Yes, but it's also like when they say like okay, what are you doing when you come to LA? Are you just out here partying, going to parties, and getting drunk every night and going? No, it's a lot. Yes, you come to the parties to network. Uh, yes, <laughs> you you uh, are in LA, and yes, you are doing a lot of various different things. But at the end of the day, are you being productive with the time that you are spending? Because it's expensive to be in LA. I don't know about a lot of these people, but it's really expensive it to be is, here. It so is, it is, it is, it is. and yes, Getting people only focused. see one side of things too. Like they might see all like the fun Snapchat stories or Instagram stories of me being like, know. oh, I'm at this event or I'm at this movie premiere. Know. But the things that go into even being able to go to these things too. Like it's all no, people don't know. Like Chase is uh, out working out every morning. People don't see it. He's wake. And he's waking up early. <laughs> and <night time. laughs> and then in between, you're editing different things. Yeah, you know, he's working a lot. Yeah. It's the same. We do a lot of things. People think, oh wow, they know no social media. Mm -hmm. They invited to this event, this event. No, it's it, like it's a lot of work, it's, especially when you wanna. Uh, move up the ladder and mm -hmm. do something different, you know, because we could like we could do good money yeah. Yeah. and chill and just do social media, but we're trying to do something different. Yeah, it's like it's not, we're not ready. We're not to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm going to sit at home and do nothing. It's like we want to do other things. We That's why we... You want to have a purpose. You want to have a purpose. And I think that that drives like a lot of men on a day-to-day -day basis is like we want to have something to do. I know, but look at most of people on reality TV. What they do? No, nothing. They want to do. They want to do. Boohoo man, ASOS. Here's my fashion nova. Here's my post. Make that quick money yeah. and uh, and not going further. And me, I was like, no, nah, it's not gonna happen that way. I'm gonna no. do mm -hmm. something better. You guys might see, might not see me for a year, but when I'm gonna come back, it's gonna mm -hmm. be big. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Same thing for you. Yeah, and and like that's the like that is the biggest thing. Like I want to like emphasize to like all these new upcoming people because I don't know about you, but like when a new reality TV show comes out, I'll look at my DMs and I'll have messages from like all these people that are on these new reality shows. They're like, "Hey, do you have any advice for me?" And like. Here's my best advice towards anybody is like two things. Well, one, be friendly to everybody. You never know who you're talking to. Be nice to everybody. Don't ever think that you're, how many times we've we been in a room where you got these people who think that they're higher than now because they did like, and we're OGs in yeah. this, you know what I mean? And it's just like, this is the biggest problem actually. Uh -oh. You know what? When people just like reality TV shows, they get some followers and they're like, okay, I made it. Followers, yeah. I make it gets a little bit of head. money. Exactly. So this is why they're not working to get something more because they mm -hmm. think they're already superstars. Yeah. But yeah. we're not. Like me, like I consider myself nobody. 
Mm-hmm. And it dies out too. Like if you're not if you're not using what the platform like Netflix gave us a platform and it's basically a step and it's like you have two options. You could step up on it and keep taking steps or you could chill on that step until that step is like irrelevant and then you go back yeah. down. And it's just like I don't know about you, but I'm not flipping burgers anytime soon. <laughs> like, we could never see you do that. Like I'm so glad like reality TV worked out for me because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I tried to be a, a, a blue collar worker one summer in high school and I got fired day of. Yeah, you were <laughs> good at Starbucks though. Uh, okay. I was good at flirting with girls at Starbucks making cappuccinos for them and uh, trying to be non-intimidating to their boyfriends that are like 5'8". Like I don't know what to tell you guys. Oh but you know, there's a lot of things that go into stuff like this and and, and when, I, when like you were saying, like it takes a lot of work and, and for you, a lot of people don't know this, but Yes, you are a professional basketball player. You did dating shows. That's already two different. You're an athlete. You do dating shows. And on top of that, you did on-stage acting, which is one entirely different thing. And then you took on-stage acting and transitioned that into making a movie, making TV shows. And that's all different talents. But on top of that, on top of that, you speak two languages, three languages. Habla espanol, habla espanol, concept français, English. He speaks sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> I do all of it. Yeah. He does. He does all. He speak a lot of languages. Oh, that's that has a, to help you a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's been natural to me. Like I came to uh to the U.S. when I was 19. I went to. Uh, it was hard, bro. It took me six. I couldn't talk to anyone for six months. Really? Yeah, I couldn't say any words. just so good now, though. Uh, uh, he's got a stronger yeah. French accent. I can always tell when he yeah, comes and he goes. Because yeah, it takes me a second. I'm like, okay. But I remember when we were in Mexico. When we were living in Mexico, and we were practicing Spanish. We were going to that Spanish school. And I remember we go to a restaurant. This is when I spoke, like, zero Spanish at the time. We go to a restaurant. Marvin goes in there. I didn't even know this guy can speak Spanish yet. He's sitting there, <laughs> donde esta tu restaurante? And I was like... Bro, you speak Spanish? He <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, this is something that I can do. And I was like, bro, like speaks. Yeah, no big deal. Bro, it's like a, a cheat code. You can speak three languages. <laughs> like, I don't even start with me in French. Like, I learned my little bit of French living with him, and then I'm it's just hard. like, bro, it's this hard. is the language hardest is language. Hard. But this is the same thing. You need like dedication and work. Wait, can you do an American accent real quick? I'm I just working on it. it. I'm working on it. I'm okay, working. never mind. No pressure. I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Uh, don't worry. Yeah, well, I can. I do the best Marvin impression in the world. Let's hear it. Oh, this is just bullshit. I don't understand. Like, not even a little kid would throw away some mail. This is bullshit. <laughs> I know, Marvin. I told her the exact same thing. This is just ridiculous. Like, who the fuck? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's a really good impression. Wow. Spot on. <laughs> wow. Absolutely spot on. Uh, and then there's me. Like, I just don't get it. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, you <laughs> Anyways, what's, what do you think your favorite opportunity that you've gotten has been? Whether it be like reality TV or acting or even working with a brand. Because you've done so much stuff. Well, I don't know. I know one thing for sure. Now, uh, my favorite thing is acting. It is. This is what I love the most. I love like reality TV. You kind of got like a Chad Boswick, Boseman? Yeah. Yeah. I see it. A lot of people say that. I see it. You're like the taller version of him. Yeah. yeah, Like, he's pretty tall. At least like 300 people told me that. I see it. Now that you say that. TikTok, bro. Like, it's crazy. We're going to clip this and then put his head right next to yours. No, He's still here. and I like I think like that is also something in acting too. Is like you got all these really famous people, and like here's the thing: is like history tends to repeat itself. And so like once these people, obviously R.I.P. Chadwick, but like me, for example, I'm a football player and I want to be an actor as well. So I'm looking more towards like 
who what the roster does. I really like yeah, the roster. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like that's that the direction. He's buff, he's big like me. And those are the type of roles that I want to do. Mm. And he's a football player, and this is the direction that I want to go. Yeah. The Rock was a football player? Yeah. yeah. He was with the Dolphins, and he was up in the yeah. CFL. He could have the WWE. Sure. He was I thought he just played the role in the, what was the one OG movie, him and the his oh, like yeah. daughter? I, I thought, I did not know he was a football player. Yeah, he was up in the Sorry, CFL. I live under a rock. That's why he owns the XFL. Right, and he also owns the XFL. And these are things, like these are roles, like these people are getting older, they're getting ready to retire, and like there's a new generation coming up, and these roles need to be filled. You know? know, and like that's where we step in. It's like, okay, I'm ready for this. Yeah. We're not, you know, and I, you know, transitioning into like the next segment because this is, uh, we do have to give some sort of dating advice on this podcast too. Is coming from reality TV, sh- TV, and trying to have like a normal relationship dating these people and having them understand like, my job is X, Y, and Z. Like, if you're like, well, who's the guy we we're talking about earlier that does rom coms? Oh, oh. The yeah, uh, I don't know. McConaughey. Yes. McConaughey. So imagine you're Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend, and you got to sit there, you got to watch him kiss the same girl a hundred different times. Right. You know it's not real; it's completely fake. But that's his job. It's work. Are you able to to separate? Like, I'm asking you this question: Could you, uh, if you were dating an actress, could you separate yourself from? Uh, your jealousy clauses to understand that that's work. And Bro, you no, you inside? know what? It's it's funny though, because me, my first movie as a lead role was a, a rom com, yeah. and like the girl, mm-hmm. like after like two three months, like on on, on set, even if she's not your type mm-hmm. at like the beginning, she will you'll start to feel something. Think. Yeah, because you're playing a yeah. part. Oh, yeah. so you actually like. So, like, what was it, uh, the Spider-Man kid? Um, oh, Zendaya Tom, and, and, Zendaya Tom, and Tom, Tom Holland. Do you remember when we Tom met Tom Holland? Yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. nice guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Absolute sweetheart. But yeah. uh, just meeting Tom Holland, and I haven't met Zendaya yet, but, like, they, do you think, like, their relationship went on for quite some days? I, I think it's hard, bro. I think it's hard. But it's a part of the job. You make it's sacrifices. Part of the job. Me, uh, I, I, exp- I experienced it, so I can tell you, mm-hmm. on, on set, you might... Sometimes you, you can lose yourself and might not see the difference between what's real and what's not, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and telling a personal story, like, to connect that is, like, I made this video on TikTok uh, last summer when season five of Two Out the Handle came out. I used to date one of the girls that was on that season. And I posted one of the TikToks, and she has a new boyfriend. They're all, they're super nice, and her boyfriend's really good at sports or whatever. And I remember I posted this, and I woke up the next day to a phone call like, hey, this is really upsetting, this relationship. Can you delete this? And in my head, I'm sitting here going, like, two things. One, I get he's an athlete, so he might not understand, like, how social media uh, relevancy and, and uh, like, uh, dating shows work. But it actually caused, like, a big conflict in, like, their relationship personally. And, like, I didn't. There's You're like, it's views. It's, it got a bunch of views. And I think that that was yeah. also an outlying factor in too because we get paid off of those views. So like when Netflix reaches out and they're like, hey, just can you mind taking this down? You were like, no. I, I did. I mean, at first it took me a couple of days because at first I was like, I know she did not call up and just start whining and saying, hey, can you delete this because it's messing up my relationship because like I could really post whatever I wanted and it didn't really matter. I chose to take it down because out of respect that I have for Netflix, for Two Out The Handle, partially for her, I guess. But, you know, I didn't have to do that. But in my head, too, I was also thinking, like, he's got to understand, like, part of the job of dating somebody, if somebody goes to you, 
we never know who we're going to run into. Remember that time we were in Mexico and we ran into the girl that you dated on Love Island? And we were yeah. in Mexico and she's French, you know? And it's just like part of that. Oh, you remember that? It's like, oh, God. It. Yeah, you go, do you, bro, do you know who this is? And I'm sitting there like, I have no idea who this is. You're like, this is X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, I've heard so much about you. But also, you know, whether you were talking to somebody at the time or not, it's like, I have to be able to separate. Like, that is a TV show. This is a TV show. This is not real life. This is, you know what Real I mean? life is yeah, in its own ball game. You, like, you agree with me, right? Sometimes you cannot see the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's hard to uh, yeah, separate sometimes. Yeah, bro, you saw Perfect Match. And I remember I called you and I told you, I was like, Marvin, like, unless you're going to come in here knowing that this is a show, you're going to have a terrible time here. Like, you got to know, yeah. like, you got to, what we call, like, the third eye. You got to have, like, that third eye in reality TV to understand, like, you got to see it from your perspective. But that third eye is you got to see it from what the camera's seeing. <laughs> and how they're going to cut it. They're going to take everything you say. They're going to move some stuff around. You remember when we was dancing in the shower on Two Out the Handle? It was like, hey, get ready to go on a date with the new girls or whatever. But they don't know that those girls were, were bad talking to us. Like, yeah. working on us. Like, we can't yeah. wait for you guys to get up out yeah. of here. Yeah. And in our head, we're just sitting there like, Okay, we're, they're going to bring me. And then they brought in the new girls. And what did we say? Karma's a bitch. <laughs> and they're like, you guys are a bunch of assholes. And we're like. That shit was funny. Yeah, but they don't that know that. That shit was funny. They on the camera don't know that. Yeah, they but, don't know. But what really happened was they were bad-mouthing us. And we didn't yeah. say nothing. And then they brought in new girls for us. And we're like, damn, whoa. Damn. You're like, bye. <laughs> See you later. Is it different, too, like dating in Europe versus dating in America? Yeah, European girls are crazy. Really? Crazy. I think American girls are crazy. <laughs> American, girls, American girls, you're going to get drunk at a party and they're falling all over the place and they try to act super shy and this and that. Oh. European girls are like, I, remember, I was in Sweden. I was in Sweden one time. Oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah. I was with Daniel and I go, we're just at this bar, right? And these girls, like, they follow, because, like, the bathrooms in Europe are, like, very close to each other. I don't know what the heck that situation is. But this, <laughs> I go down, I'm sitting there, I walk out of the bathroom, and there's just, like, three girls in front of me, and, and Daniel, they stop us in our track, and they go, well, our girl, uh, our girlfriend, like, the girls, like, our girlfriend wants you to fuck her, so you're going to fuck our friend or not? And I'm like, are you, tr like, did you just ask me if I was going to fuck your friend? Aren't you supposed to be protecting this girl? You do you guys, you might have seen me on TV, but y'all don't know me. Like, why are you so... Like, let, bro, look at it this way. Bro, so Do you like... think there's guys like you in Sweden? No. There is not. They never seen a guy like you. So they, of course. <laughs> You're unique out you, there. I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. know, I'm not a Viking. I'm no offense. Bro, I swear, if we go like really like east of Europe, we're going to be way more popular than in the States. Yeah, it's crazy. Because the girls, they don't, don't see guys like us. They don't see black guys. like a dream. Like, they're like, like in the movie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a fucking like Will Smith's movie. And they're like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Even when, uh, even when we were in uh, Paris, when we went to this party yeah. in, in, in Paris, it's like, you just, you like, you forget because I'm in America so much that when I talk, it's like, I don't have the accent, I sound normal, and then you got the accent. And you go to Paris, and you say like five words, and they know exactly you're from LA. And then they all just want to start talking to me. No offense, but like, French is hard, bro. Like, they start talking, and I have no idea what they're saying. The accent is also really strong. Yeah, I know. But the culture, like, is so different. So me, mm -hmm. I have a hard time, like, dating uh, American girls because the, the culture is just too different. Yeah. How so? Sometimes. Like, sometimes it works, but, like, most of the time, I'm going to go back to a European girl. Was Melinda the last... Uh... No, Melinda, we had, like, a great chemistry, which is... Yeah. 
was unexpected, but we did. Yeah. Well, did you have you dated an American girl recently in the last like year or two? No, bro. I did like so few like American girls. Yeah. So few of them. Yeah, well, if you were to date a girl, I know she would be top tier. Um, based off of the girls I've seen you uh, to co have a conversation with, you're, you, know, uh, you don't miss. Marvin's no, you know I roll, bro. You know if I you guys ever have us on Snapchat, never want to laugh, I'll post some of the memories. And it's, I, I have this great TikTok. It's like, cheers to Marvin's girlfriend. And just when we were in Tulum, just when we were in this Tulum, I've never seen this man. This man doesn't miss a shot. This guy doesn't miss a shot. Like, I, I swear. I don't. <laughs> I said, I don't. I don't miss. You're going to get him caught up. I don't mean, and I'll, be careful. No, it's not even getting him caught up because sometimes I'll literally go up to these girls and I'll be like, you do know, like, in, like, 15 minutes after you leave, somebody else is going to be in here and I got to pretend to, like, meet them in. Hi, I'm Chase. Nice to meet you. <laughs> what a good friend you are. I have never seen You're this You're Marvin's wingman. <laughs> Yeah, bro. You yeah, but he's been a great wingman for me, too, so to be fair. Like, oh, my goodness. He do a lot, too. You know? yeah. <laughs> Gabriel is here, so I'm not going to say anything. You know? Oh, gosh. I don't think I want to know any of the stories. And that transitions into the next time. <laughs> gosh. Anyway, so so since you've been in Paris, so basically you've been locked down, you've been training. Uh, I know you do like Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah. Taekwondo. So you you are a, the European culture. When I went and visited you over there, you ride your bike. Uh, you lived in like that house. Yeah, so. bro. It's everything's close. This yeah. is why this, I have a hard time living in LA because you need to mm -hmm. drive everywhere. Like yeah. in Paris, you go down your place. You have like a supermarket, like a bar. You have like a restaurant. It's everything walkable. walkable. Here you can not. walk anywhere, get everything. Yeah. Here, you need to drive. No. I don't like that. And it's like a 30-minute drive. Or yeah, drive. I like I to walk and do my things and, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, and this is also something, too. It's like I feel like when I'm in Europe for long periods of time, because like I think this last year I've spent probably like a good three quarters. Three months, I spent like, like a good three quarter of the year months. in Europe this year. Yeah. What I notice is like, I'm eating food over there. I, it takes me a second to I want to adjust to like the taste and stuff, and I, I feel good. And then I come back to America, and I eat some of the food here, and I just feel like sluggish, I feel slow. I'm like, bro, I swear the food here is trying to kill us. Yeah, like, I swear. I, to yeah, God. there's I a conspiracy theory about it. I actually. know there is like the quality of the food is way better in Europe, actually. That's yeah. why you cook all your stuff, chicken, yeah, and yeah, pasta. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're a terrible cook, by the way. <laughs> I just want you to know. That. <laughs> I've seen your cooking before. Uh, it's just simple stuff. Yeah. I remember on Snapchat we used to post. I'd be like, "Is Marvin making pasta in, in a steak frying pan?" <laughs> like, oh my gosh! You need to you need to get a girl who cook for yeah, you. Yeah, no. This one time girl. we had I the cook. house with the ants, and remember you Facetimed me when we had the ants, and you go, "Bro, look at this!" And they had made the giant line, and they were taking the McDonald's out of the house on top of them. You're like, bro, this is crazy. And they had like the little line and they were taking like the French fry out. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, it was not a good time. No. We, uh, we struggled when we first moved here. Right? It's we okay. were still trying to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's memories now, but that's okay. Mm. But I have some really good DMs okay, that I got. Okay, you can transition us, Moses. Go ahead. Okay, guys. So we did this little segment called In the DMs where we actually have our viewers and listeners send us some interesting DMs. And this week, prompt was how did you find out you were getting cheated on so we got a lot of responses really quick so i'm sorry to all you guys who got your hearts broken so here's one this one girl she says she was really bored and on snapchat one night just looking at the geotags clicks on it sees her boyfriend now ex-boyfriend on the geotag all over some girl 
she was just literally looking around randomly and just happened to see it. What's that old saying, bro? She's not your girl, it was just your turn. All right, dude. Yeah. It was your turn, little bro. I'm so sorry that you had to go out like that. But to be fair, this one time, I made a video of me. Uh, I used to have this, like, notorious thing where I would, like, baby burning. And those of you who don't know what baby burning is, is I had, like, this Disgusting. weird thing where I'd fill my mouth up with alcohol and I'd spit the shot in their mouth. Like, I was doing that all the time. And I did that in Hawaii, and I made, like, a recap of New Year's back in 2022, <laughs> I think it was. And I posted it, ended up getting, like, uh, I don't know, a few million views on TikTok. Anyways, I opened up my Twitter DMs, and this girl is livid at me. Like, she's sending me, like, her boyfriend's text messages. She said, he's about to break up with me. Can you please delete this video? This and that, thinking, like, it wasn't going to go viral. And in my head, I'm sitting here thinking, like, you run into a reality TV star who's notorious for spitting shots in the mouth. You let me spit a shot in your mouth, and then your boyfriend, you didn't think he was going to see it? And now you're mad because your boyfriend saw me spitting a shot in your mouth and you didn't think that that was Listen, she's stupid for doing that. Like, I'm just going to say that if you're going to be loyal to someone, be loyal. Don't be scared of a video coming up and it be posted everywhere. Yeah. This is why I'm the girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Marvin's like, this is why I stay out of that. Okay, next one. This one is even worse than than that, though. So my ex of three and a half years was cheating on me the whole relationship. We lived together, and I ended up finding out when I was out of town at my grandma's memorial because the side chick was using our Alexa, and Alexa records the questions that people ask her, and I just so happened to hear the voice on the recording. Well, I just, well, for one, you just so happy. I feel like with stuff like that, if you go digging for it, you're probably going to find it. And, like, this is the thing. It's like, how often are you guys checking your Alexa voice recordings for the I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, you got to be so in tune. Like, you but imagine that's the way that you find out of yeah, all she things. She was looking for a way to find out. And it, that's that just happens to be... The way the that way. she did find out. I've seen some some crazier Gosh. stuff. Like my ex girlfriend took one of those Apple Air tags and and used to stick it in my car so she could track where I was going all the time. And the only reason I found out about it's it like, is because I'm driving one day and I keep getting this notification on my phone that her Air tags traveling with me. And in my head, the whole time I was thinking it was my backpack until I got to the gym one day and I realized that I forgot my backpack. And the only reason I left the house without it is because I had this notification. And I was like. You know, this can't be right. So I click on the thing and I find the air tag that was like taped inside of like my muffler, basically, like in like a plastic bag. And I was like, that is insane. This girl used to come out and check the vegetation on my tires to, to make sure that it coordinated with just coming to the gym and back. Like this girl was so insane. So what? Same girl that goes and has a that, Sunday dinner with the fam. but That's crazy. But, the same one that stole your dog. Movie about it. Crazy, crazy. So... Here's another one. My ex really wanted to go on vacation. She was really persistent about going to Texas for a week. I finally gave in, and about the fourth day on vacation, she was gone, and I couldn't find her anywhere, so I checked her location, followed it, and she was doing the deed with a guy in a car. Shit. <laughs> I feel like that's when you just leave. You say, bye, see you later. You just need to read it. We, need, we don't need to comment. You Twitter on an anonymous page, so it's not revenge born, and you might drop in your yeah. Oh, my God. You tell her she, didn't, she had a flat booty anyway, so. That's a great reason. Another one was I went to surprise visit her. It was a four-hour drive. And whenever I got there and she answered the door, she told me to leave and wouldn't tell me why. And I kept asking why, so then I walked inside and there's another guy sleeping in her bed. It's kind of the same situation. Shit. Yikes. Hey, look, it's bro. not what you want to walk into. It was just your turn. Like, you know, it's better to find out that way than to never find out at all. That's all I can say because there's yeah. nothing worse than 
when you're just chilling, you think everything's kosher and you get Damn, a text. Damn, that, that might be tough. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, bro. Like, I've been smashing your girl for the last, like, six months, man. So, uh, best oh. of luck. Anyways, that's all I have for the In the DMs segment. Oh, it's great. Perfect. Uh, well, I'm good. You guys yeah. good? Okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the number one podcast in the world. We're your hosts, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And we'll see you guys real and soon. Marvin Bye. Anthony, I'll see you guys. <laughs>